1: move through
0: blocks, and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna.
1: Hey there, everyone. And yes, I am your host, Vincent Jenna. And today, today I am not coming to you live from Topsail Island, North Carolina. We are in the Raleigh-Durham area again At uh, the same friends, but that have their house, they're away, and uh, we are now taking care of their house there. Um, So I am in Durham, coming to you live from Durham, North Carolina, getting ready for Thanksgiving tomorrow, and to celebrate, of course, safe with an airspun. We will do well, certainly, and with an airspun because the bottom is said. That is it's the safest if we keep our masks on with anyone other than who we live with. And since I only live with my wife, I just took my mask off. Um, since I only live with my wife, um, the rest of the family, and there's not going to be too many people there, will be wearing masks. What we also did is we each agreed that uh, before we get together tomorrow that we were to go out and get Uh, COVID-19 tests, which we did, and we all came back negative. The only problem with that is you have absolutely no idea if you are going out to the grocery store or anything in between what you can be picking up. And it still is crazy out there because there are still people refusing to put the masks on. I wonder if they drive with a seatbelt. I wonder if they have driver's licenses or carry insurance Because those are all government-regulated ordinances. I wonder if they follow that. That goes against their freedoms, doesn't it? No. No, it's just logical to be able to care about others and not go flying through the windshield of your car if you're in an accident and land on somebody else, as well as cause the insurance company's prices to go up. But stay safe. Tomorrow is a wonderful day here in the US and around the world there are always reasons to be grateful and, uh, and hopefully we can be a reminder of that to everyone. Um, we talked in great detail about this over the past couple of weeks. I cannot believe that we're at the end of November already and that tomorrow is Thanksgiving. The time has been going by fast in one way um, and slow in another. I cannot believe this year is almost over. Yes, it's been a nightmare for many people, if not all people. I can't say it was a nightmare for us and my wife, uh, but I know many people who it was a nightmare for, and um, they'll be glad that the year is over. But remember what I have always told you, that it's not the year that makes the circumstances or the situation okay is yes each year is filled with its own if you want to timeline it right um and go okay this year 2020 has been garbagey but 2019 had issues and then 2018 people couldn't get wait to get out of 2018. And then 2016 and 2017, oh, God knows everything was going chaotic then too. If you removed the linear markers, boom, they're now out. It's no longer 20 anything. It's just year after year after year, not even year, day after day after day, not even a day, time after time after time, Let's even remove the time element. So we're not looking at time. We're just looking at circumstances. How have your circumstances been in your life? Don't don't say, well, last year, the last month, the other day. Forget that. Forget the time element. Just look at the circumstances. How many good circumstances? How many bad circumstances? And mostly, don't look at what's gone on the in the world. You know, we look at this, this picture sometimes and, oh my gosh, it's been so horrible. I want you to look at what's gone on in your life, just in your life, as you have changed in body-wise and matured and i'm not going to say grown up or gotten older because we're not using time as an element of measurement we're just looking at your lives and the experiences and the circumstances how have they been what was the accumulation of good circumstances and then what was the accumulation of the not so good ones maybe real negative ones. I don't know what you've experienced in your lives. Look at that. Look at that as a whole. What more would you want to add to that? And it has nothing to do with this year, next year, last year, the years to come, the next five years. You always get that, right? You're going on a job interview. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Well, hopefully not sitting in front of your face again. Uh, uh, You know, what do they want to hear? What are are you going to say? Well, five years from now, I will probably be completely bored with my job and you as my manager. So I'm hoping to be in a better place that gives me more money because you're a selfish pig and I'm not going to make a lot from you. What do they expect you to say? Hey, oh, I'm, you know, I'm loving this company already before I even start and I'm really seeing myself advancing and becoming more of a team member and helping those and receiving as much help as I can from people like yourself. Yes, kiss their butts and you got the job. Say the right thing and you got the job. Where do you see yourself from five years from now? Everybody is constantly putting time limits on you or measurements in some way. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Oh, good Lord, wait until you reach 50 years old. 50 years old AARP sends out all it's in the United States. I don't know in all the other countries over in Europe. They may have their their own senior organization. So you'll receive a notice from AARP to remind you, you are 50 friggin' years old. But you will get a. A 5% discount at your supermarket on Tuesdays or a 10% discount at Walmart on Thursdays or whatever store. You get these discounts and all these benefits when you turn 50. When you turn 60, then Social Security gets you. Oh, yes. You start receiving wonderful invitations, free dinners everywhere. I am telling you, one of the most expensive restaurants in our area is Ruth's Chris Restaurant. We got two invitations to Ruth's Chris. We had filet mignon both times, wonderful dessert, creme brulee, an incredible salad, So that I could hear where to invest my retirement funds. And then we figured that out. Then I got even free ones, and there was an, this was more from a nonprofit organization. Actually, it was from our bank. They were hosting an informative meeting about when you should or shouldn't take your Social Security. It's good they're good they're wonderful they give you great information but the food can be really good so take advantage of them it's free it's free it doesn't cost you a penny except to remind you that you're friggin' old or that you're getting older All right? so that came then then it's 64 medicare Oh, now you get the invitations to Medicare because they want to sell you their supplement. What is the best Medicare supplement that you should be on? You get Part A free. Part B, you got to purchase. Part A is for hospitalization. Part B is for every other friggin' doctor. And then, of course, your prescription plan. Now, do you save? Yes, you do save. The government does pay some great money towards that. Those are wonderful benefits. But they remind you again how old you are getting. Then after I received my Medicare, we figured out everywhere we were going. Before I even had a chance to turn 66, I get an invitation to a funeral home. Yes, people. I only turned one year later. One year later, not even, I'm not even 66 yet, and I'm receiving dinner invitations from funeral homes to arrange my plans because they've got me dead. Oh, of course, if you're at 65 and plus years, they assume you will be dead soon. So make your plans now. Now... Honestly, my wife and I did. I'm going to take it seriously for a moment. And we did. Why did we do that? Because I don't want our children to have to worry about that nonsense. Things do happen. I don't know when my soul wants to leave. And whenever it wants to leave is great, though I hope it's not now because of fabulous things are happening. And I got a lot of work I want to be able to do for people, for others. So yeah, um, yeah. Am, am, am I going to be upset? I'll miss everybody who's here. Yes. But the point that I'm trying to make is that there's everything in this society, and I know it happens all over the world, to constantly remind you where you are in your timeline. If it's not your job, because in your job you definitely have a timeline, you've got to get this work done by Friday. You have to sell this many units by Friday. You've got to, you've got your... President's Club, and you've got your Aruba Club, and you've got your Bonus Club, and you've got to each quarter meet your numbers. Time, 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 time. And you don't ever get a chance to just look at your life as an experience, an experience, an experience, an experience. A good experience, a wonderful experience, a joyful experience, a sad experience a hard experience, a learning experience, a terrible experience, a crisis experience. That's what you should be measuring your life in, is your experiences, not your age. Because you can have more experiences at certain times in your life, if you want to use the time element that you did before. So time shouldn't be the measurement the amount and the types of experiences you are having that should measure your life. And that then is what you have reasons to be thankful for. Come the day of Thanksgiving. I have so much in my life to be grateful for that I will share. 47 years going on 48 years with the same wonderful woman and angel who has been in my life, Eileen. Eileen, my best friend, my comrade, my companion, person I go to to talk to with my deepest, deepest thoughts, my deepest, deepest, darkest fears, my deepest emotions, sharing moments of incredible joy. We're at the beach. We walk along the beach together with our dog, Finley, and without our dog. We go shopping together just to go up and down the aisles together. Do you want to get this, honey? Yeah, I like this. Do you like this? No, you don't want All right, we don't need to get that now. And it seems like Those are common things. They're not if you're paying attention to the experience. If you're paying attention to the time, you're like, okay, let's get this done real fast, okay? All right, you take aisles, one, two, three three, four, five. I'll take 16 through two, through five, through six, okay? And we'll meet in the middle and then go up to the register, okay? Wait, is which line has the least amount of people in it so that we can get out of here? No, it's going to actually be faster. If we check out ourselves, let's go check out ourselves. We only have a few items this time. Next time, we'll go to someone who can then check out for us and beg because that'll take more time and less time for them if they're doing it. That's not the experience I'm talking about. So we have had incredible experiences. We have incredible children, beautiful, loving, caring, thoughtful. There are I don't know anybody, and anybody, anybody who meets my children and doesn't fall in love with them is more of their characteristic issues than it is my children because they are beautiful people that both my wife and I are so blessed that we know we did something right. That's what we're thankful for. We did something right. We're thankful for the choices we made in raising them. We're thankful and grateful for the choices they're making and how they're affecting other people in the world and how they touch our hearts and souls we're very thankful for that and then we're grateful and thankful for the children that my son and my daughter in heart i don't have in-laws i have in-heart my son in heart who's married to my daughter and my daughter in heart who's married to my our son And their children are beautiful, loving the same way, funny characters, each one, three unbelievably gifted, talented, beautiful children. We are so grateful for the way we raised our children, the partners that they then attracted in their lives, the children that my son and daughter in heart have had and the way they are raising them I am and my wife and I are so grateful and blessed. So grateful and blessed for that, for the life we have created. My wife and I can't even account anymore for the number of incredible experiences we've been through from the day we met until today there have been so many experiences in our lives that they seem like different lifetimes if you want to put a time element to it but they're not they're all in our life so expansive so wonderful so joyous yes have we had hard times of course we've had hard times any couple that were first married oh my gosh we couldn't go out to some of the restaurants that our friends went out to. I was a starving actor all the time, and my wife worked full-time. But we still enjoyed our time together and what we could do. And boy, when we think about that, when we lived in California and we lived the actor's world, and then the movie world, my wife was an accountant for a, a movie company, She was the accountant for uh, Cotton Club and so many other famous movies, and Richard Gere came and sat on her desk one day to ask for petty cash, and my wonderful, um, naive, non-star-loving wife had no idea who he was and the girls in the room were going Google Gaga all over the place and after he gets off her desk they were like oh my god I can't believe he sat on your desk and talked to you and asked you for petty cash and she's going who was that and they go Richard Gere and she goes oh okay so the next day he came back with a personal picture for her to thank her for petty cash Richard Gere asked for petty cash because he didn't have any money on him to buy some other lunch that day. He needed lunch money. (laughs) Wonderful stories. I can go on and on and on with our stories. Where I am right now, talking with you, I would not be here talking with you, sharing wonderful information and insight with you hadn't I made the choices I made and attracted the wonderful people like Diane Ray, the director of Unity Online Radio, and had the chance to work with people like Louie and Jeff, the techs, at the radio station, and have met so many wonderful, incredible ministers also who have radio shows here, Reverend Temple Hayes. Another dear friend of mine, Reverend Denise Schubert, doesn't have a radio show here, but a unity minister, as well as a science of mind minister, and all these wonderful, incredible people and experiences, that's just the riches that my wife and I have, that's what we have to be thankful for. Oh, yeah, in between that, I had a heart attack. In between that, she had knee replacement. We get back pain every so often. Oh, yeah, we do. Crippling. We had to pack our whole house. We were moving, and just my wife and I packed an entire house after living there for 14 years. Imagination, people. And yes, thank goodness for cyclobenzaprine and tramadol every single night to be able to get some sleep. Yes, we had that. We are so grateful. We're so grateful we were able to do that. And not because so many other people people can't. That's the worst reason to be thankful. Don't be thankful because you're better off than others. You're no better off than others. You have no idea what those people are experiencing in their own lives and why. You could be worse off. Looking at a homeless person, we were always taught in the School of Social Work, don't ever assume that the people, first of all, don't judge them. And what a judgment is, oh, look at that homeless person, poor character. I feel so sorry for him. That's a judgment. Why do you feel sorry for him? He'd probably be better off than you are. You're worried about a mortgage. He doesn't have a mortgage to worry about. He gets free food all the time. He doesn't have a place to stay. People are giving money. Do you know we have got professional beggars and And when you're in New York or even over here in Raleigh, North Carolina, you get off the highways. They're usually at the exits waiting, you know, at where the cars are stopped, waiting to make a left or a right turn. And there are the beggars there. And I can't tell you how many of them are wearing clothes from Eagle Outfitters. I don't shop at Eagle Outfitters or Brooks Brothers the sweater that they got on sale, and they take out a wad of money. You do not know. You do not have the right to compare your life to another person. The only person you should be comparing your life to is you. And I know we get into those habits, but you have you to be thankful for. You and your experiences. And the more experiences you can create... Yes, more. Should you want more in your life? Absolutely. Do not tell me that you will only, for the rest of your life, taste vanilla ice cream when you go into some ice cream store with 38 flavors and all the different toppings or those Menchie frozen yogurt places and you can put any topping on it that you want. You're just going to get the little plain cup of vanilla because that's all you want in life. Don't tell me that. You're boring if you are. You're going to try other things because it tastes good. So you want more. And when you try with the nuts on top of it, it tastes good. And you want more. Maybe one time when you're not on the diet, there's hot fudge and nuts and sprinkles. And those little chocolate chips. And it tastes good and you want more. And you go to a nice restaurant or any restaurant and it tastes good and you want more. And you have a joyful experience of a concert, a show, a friend's party, and you want more. And you should want more. Life is about experiencing more, not experiencing the same or experiencing less. It's about experiencing more. Don't be just satisfied. Now, satisfied and content, I use as two separate words. They're interchangeable, but make sure you keep them apart. So in other words, you can be very satisfied with the experiences you're having, but don't be content with just having those. You want more. Or you can be content with the experiences you had, but don't be satisfied with just those because you can have more. So in other words, don't use both words. I've known too many people who have said, you know, I've learned how to be satisfied and content with where I am in my life right now. And you know what they're saying? What they're saying is, I don't know how to manifest more. I don't know how to manifest anything. So I have to be satisfied with who I am. When I was going to the School of Social Work at UNC, Chapel Hill, by the way, they said that you know that. When I was going to the School of Social Work, I can't tell you how many of those students turned around and said, I have have to accept who I am with all my weaknesses and not want to change or do anything because it's too frustrating to try to change and then you can't. So you're supposed to be satisfied with who you are. That was the last person I would ever go to for counseling. Because then what she is saying to the depressed person who's been depressed all his or her life, that you should be satisfied with that. As long as you're not suicidal, you should be satisfied and content and don't worry about changing. Just accept having depression. Just accept having anxiety. Just accept having a mental disorder in general. Well, When you accept that and you become content with that, there is no purpose anymore to your life. But as long as you're breathing, you are meant to have more and you can make more. I understand getting in those positions, man, it can be so dark. It can be so restrictive. It can be so strangulating and so painful. We're going to talk more about this on the other side of the commercial, and we're going to make some connections. If you want to talk with a deceased loved one, call in. I'm Vincent Janet. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself Show. Be right back.
0: We are spiritual beings having a human experience.
1: Welcome to Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world.
0: Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna.
1: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yes, this is Vincent Jenna. If you're just joining me, we were talking about Thanksgiving again, but measuring your life instead of time in your experiences, so that way you know what to be grateful for. And we were also talking about wanting more. Don't let anybody, any spiritual teacher, luminary, I don't care. It's not that all us luminaries get everything right, right? There's always more to learn. There's always more that you can change in belief systems. And what I know is that we are entitled to more. a matter of fact, even Jesus states it in the Bible. I, I, you don't quote me as to where the passage is, but he says to want more is a blessing because there are so many blessings in life that you are entitled to go after, each and every one of you. And I know some of you are saying, well, I've had horrible experiences all my life. Well, if you think about that again, I've had horrible experiences all my life, and please, I want to make some connections for some people because I've got some spirits here. I'm going to throw it out there in a minute, and I've got a caller on the line already, so hang in there. Hang in there, doll. I know you're there. Um, I'm going to be going to the to the phone lines, 816 I know, I know that there are many, many people out there who have had nothing but horrible experiences. They've been tormented. They've been given up by their parents. Oh, my gosh. You know, I just um, finished watching the entire series of Queen's Gambit. What a fabulous, fabulous show. And and that's an example right there. She had a crazy mother and parents split up and a mother tried to kill her. And so the mother just died, not her. She was sent to an orphanage. But she became an absolute servant in chess. And i got to find out if that's based on any true story because uh, it's just absolutely amazing. I learned so much about chess. But the point is that it would seem that this poor girl and what she went through in her childhood, that her experiences were nothing but miserable. However, she turned it completely around by constantly winning these unbelievable chess tournaments, money she was getting in. She had so much money she could buy her her adoptive parents' house. And on and on and on, even though that that was a a possible fictional story, it doesn't matter because there's many people who have that in your lives. If you are listening right now, your ears are functioning, your brain is functioning, which means you have an experience to be grateful for which means you can create more of those experiences from having absolutely nothing more than your brain to think with. That's actually all you need. All you need is a mind. All you need is a mind to make choices. And then you ask me, what about the ones whose minds are not working and they're all locked up? Well, again, don't judge them. You have no idea what their souls have chosen for themselves in order to experience. And if, in fact, their souls did not choose that, then somehow, some way, they are not victim to their experiences. Some way, they manifested it in some way. So you always have a choice, truly, deep down from your soul or from your own conscious living mind. And that you should be grateful for, because it's in your choices that you manifest your life. It's in your choices that you influence your belief systems and your belief systems influence your choices. Okay. So I want everybody out there to be so grateful tomorrow for the choices you've made, for the experiences you've had. And- a wonderful experiences yet to come that you have yet to physically see but that you know are there for you for the asking for the going after for the believing it's about believing this thanksgiving do not be grateful for anything good that happened in the year be grateful for all of your experiences in your entire lifetime they have shaped you They've made you listen and want to grow, and that's why you're here at Unity Online Radio to start with. This isn't WLRAL and, you know, news radio. This is a spirituality show, metaphysical radio station, where there's more than just talk about what is happening in life. It's what you can create in life, and you're listening to it. So I'm going to go to the phone lines um to these very patient people um, i have a mom here who wants to talk with me right now and let me just see um who this is for maybe both of them but i'm going to see um, yeah okay so um Barbara, 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 Barbara from Chicago. You are with me on the line with Vincent Jenna on the "Stop Stopping Yourself" show. How are you today, Barbara?
0: Very well, thank
1: you. Oh, I'm glad to hear that, Barbara. Is your mom deceased? She is. Okay, um, I do believe she is here for you, okay? And so, of course, I'm an evidential medium, so she's going to give me pieces of evidence, as she knows she should, which is funny, she's saying to me right now, I know, I know what you want, I know what you need. Are you cooking the turkey tomorrow, Barbara?
0: No, we're not cooking turkey. We're having vegan She,
1: she Thanksgiving. wants to know... Why? This is the first question she's asking me. Why? Why? Why are you changing something? Okay. I don't know how traditional mom was, but that's kind of a piece of evidence. There's a part of her that seems to be very traditional. Was that true, Barbara? Yes, it was. Okay, so so that's what she's pointing out. Okay, why are you making things different already? That she wants to know, and she's doing that laughingly at the same time that she's pointing a finger at you. So, um, so, so, why have you decided to change that, Barbara? To be healthier. To we say that one more time. To what? To be healthier. Oh, there you go, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what? That's a, that's a great idea. So she wants to point out to you that in her life, there were too many things she did that she thought she was supposed to do, which was why she stuck to traditions. She, she could not feel safe or comfortable doing things spontaneously and Does that make sense to you about mom? Very much so. Okay. And she said because of that, she didn't have the experiences she could have or wanted to have. Um, She's grateful for you, by the way. She wants you to know. Wait, did she not plan you? Has she told you that? Did she not plan you when she was alive? Were you like a, a happenstance baby?
0: I could have been in a way, um, be- yeah, for her own health reasons. She had cancer at the time she was
1: carrying me, and I don't think she was supposed to get pregnant, but she did. Uh, that's exactly right. That's what she's saying. That's what she's saying. Um, and so what she see see, that's what caught up to her um, is, is her own ills. She wants you to know that she is so grateful She was so grateful and she may not have ever had the chance to truly tell you that. But she said, after I left and I looked back and thought I left nothing good behind, I realized I was wrong because I left you behind. You have siblings as well? Yes. Okay. So she's saying that. Please tell them that that they you are my legacies and the reason why i felt i did not fail in life once i got here and she is so proud that you're doing your own thing don't follow the rituals they're boring she said make up your own um Do new things every day, things you wouldn't expect to do, but your heart tells you to do. Um, She says you follow that line more and more. And she says, especially as you're getting older, keep that going. Keep trusting your heart. Your heart is going to be telling you a lot of things, especially with what's coming up soon. She said, yes, sometimes you have to remember that you have a physical body. Like I didn't pay attention to my physical body. I really didn't, Um, not until it had problems that it forced me to. But had I paid attention sooner, I would have been better. So pay attention to the fact that you have a physical body, but pay attention to your soul and your heart because that matters more. That will even guide you in what to do with your body. Listen to it. She says, listen to it now because it's been trying to tell you something, Barbara, as well. Have you been listening to your body and your soul, Barbara? Are you getting signals for yourself?
0: I have been listening to my body, and the signals are kind of um, uh,
1: concerning, I'll say that. And as far as spirit go go ahead. No, go ahead. You say continue, hon. Go ahead. As, as far as spirit goes,
0: this is my path I kind of feel like it is
1: yeah you're on the right path for sure Okay, and as long as you're on the right path and mom is saying what you need to do is join the both so in other words you have to connect the body the mind and the soul and don't be afraid of what your body is telling you but turn to your spirit to help heal it.
0: Yeah, spirit's telling me vegan diet.
1: There you go. Then listen to it and trust it and know that that spirit is you and within you and part of you. God is part of every person on the planet and here. We're all one with it. It's us. So you're listening to the higher part of you and you should And keep going. You'll do great things. And then teach others to do the same. You got that, Barbara?
0: That's the plan. That's the plan. It's no fun keeping it to yourself. It's so much richer in life to share. And share love and positivity. And helping people on their path. Isn't that what we're all here for?
1: Well, there you go. And shouldn't you be grateful you're capable of doing that, Barbara?
0: Oh, absolutely. Every, every single day.
1: In any then, way I yes. can. Yeah. Then those are your reasons to celebrate Thanksgiving tomorrow. Because you have made the choices to care. You made the choice. Compassion is part of who we are, but we have to choose to use it. Okay? Just like you have arms and you have legs, but you have to make the choice to move them they will not move without your choosing to move them unless you've got a spasm in the muscle or something like that and then it can move you all over the place but short of that you have to make the choice so you have to make the choice to use your compassion to use your caring and those are the things that you have to be grateful for making those choices and those are wonderful choices barbara mom is very proud of you and so sorry that she caused you the stress that she did in her life and in your life. And you were never, ever, ever an error or a mistake. You were so planned and, and just know that about yourself and know how you do have impact on other people. And she wants you to continue to smile. Okay, Barbara.
0: Yeah. I just wish I could have done more for her.
1: You you did everything you could and she not doesn't true. want you no, to. No, that's feel... not true. <laughs> Say no. that again? At the end
0: at the end I could have been more of an advocate for her wishes amongst others that I wish I would have been Because um, 'cause I'm a pretty tough cookie and that's why she chose me. And there was other family members that wanted to do things a little differently. And uh, I really didn't speak up. And it's always kind of bothered me.
1: I know. And that's why she wants you to, to know that. Okay, I'll put it to you this way. Did you intentionally and purposefully not speak up to not advocate for your mother? Did you intentionally do that, Barbara?
0: Um, No, No, not
1: really. No, of course not really. You may have been intimidated. You may have been whatever the case may be. But as long as you didn't intentionally did it, then you did all you could do. And you need to let go and forgive yourself of that. Just the same as understanding that in the choices your mother made in her life... She could only do so much because she was handicapped through most of it emotionally. And she wants you to know that. I, I know that. I wish I could have changed it. I, I know, but it wasn't your responsibility to change her life. It was hers. It was your, your, your responsibility to breathe, to live your life. And it was her responsibility to experience the joy of that. And to give you room to do more of that and to nurture you into believing that you could do anything you want. It wasn't your responsibility to bring your mother joy. It was your responsibility to choose your life and live it. And yes, could we always go back and say, oh, I could have done more? Yeah, everybody, everybody will say that. I was a hospice social worker, and for the number of years and the 500 patients, More than 500 patients that I helped during the time, the majority of them, almost 99% of them said, I wish I could have done more. And I'm like, what more would you have done? And you did what you could do. Each day is a new best, a new best. There we go for the time again. I said the word day, but each experience is a new best. One experience, one time. I use the word time again, but you can't help it with this measurement, right? One day you're going to have one experience and it's going to be whatever your best is that day, whatever your energy level is that day, wherever your mindset is that day, and the next day it may be more. So, yes, yeah, so with with the family influence, Barbara, yeah, maybe you could have you know, been able to stand up a little bit more other times, but that time you couldn't. And so you accept that weakness for that day and you go, I did what I could, I guess. And you accept it and you move on. That's how you turn. And you're perfect. Thank you for sharing that because I want all the listeners to hear that you, Barbara said, I wish I could have done more now turn that experience that you've left yourself with to a, better experience now. Turn it right now so everybody can hear it, and based on what I'm saying. So, really, Barbara, at this point, what would you like to say about that?
0: It was... Um, I don't know. It was just... Um, I guess it was a blessing in disguise to know that... Um, um, There's a supreme being. I will be done.
1: And you did all you can do.
0: Yes. And I'm grateful to her. I'm grateful to my mom because she told me that I was a healer and I didn't even know I was a healer.
1: Did you choose to believe her?
0: I did, but she just said I would rub her. Yeah, I rubbed her, and she said, oh, you have such healing hands. It wasn't until after she passed that I really thought she might have something. So I went on without, I have healing hands, but then I went into Reiki.
1: There you go. Now, yes, you're grateful because she pointed it out to you. However, yeah. you still had to choose whether to believe that or not. And you chose to believe or at least question it and then go and study it. You did that. You did that. And that's what you should be grateful for. And oh, you can I, be grateful I yeah, I am. Your mother for pointing it out. Thank you, Mom, for sharing that information. I hope that made you feel good that you did that for me. And thank you, me, for picking that up and doing something with it. And you know what? Maybe I couldn't do what I wanted to do for you, Mom, while you were in your bad times and after your passing, But I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to do what I did. And that's how you turn every experience into more of a positive one. So that you have more to be grateful for. You understand that, Barbara?
0: Yeah, I I am very grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the experience. I'm grateful that my mom was such a self-sufficient person and to be able to help her you don't know how huge that was it was so huge cuz she didn't want to burden anybody so the fact that she put herself in that situation so myself and my siblings and father could take care of her was amazing
1: it is and i true and i can relate to that barbara because I moved, we built the home that we built to move my parents in. Mom had Alzheimer's, Dad had dementia, so my wife and I could take care of them until their passing. And as difficult as it was, I am so grateful that I made that choice. I would not have done it any different. I am so grateful that even though their human minds, were decayed and could not understand a lot that was going on. Their souls did. And at the very end of both of their lives, moments before they died, their entire reality came back and consciousness came back and looked at both my wife and I with a tear in their eyes and a smile on the face. And that's how they left. Letting me know. They got it. They got it. And they understood that we loved them and that they understood they were going to someplace peaceful. And so I was grateful for that opportunity. So we shared that, Barbara. So good for you, hon. Thank you so much for calling and and Have an incredible and wonderful Thanksgiving. And mom says, have fun with the way you're doing it. I'll be there with you. So talk to me and set a place for me. Oh, I will. Okay, so that'll be fine. I will. Thank I mean, you. Yeah, don't yeah, be surprised absolutely. you put a piece of pie out there and it disappears, you know, because uh, she's looking forward to getting some uh, good taste and smell in there. I can still smell you guys when I'm around you, so just enjoy, all right? And happy Thanksgiving, yeah, okay. Barbara. Well, see, it's stories like that. I know, I know. There's so many- Many of us. I wish I could have done more. I wish I could have done that. I wish I could have. We we do that. We do that because we don't appreciate who we are. We don't appreciate what we've done. We don't appreciate our experiences. Everybody is so busy looking forward. a matter of fact, there's memes and graphics out there that says, don't look back. You're not going backwards. The path is going forward. Don't look back. Don't look back. Oh, frig that. Look back. For goodness sakes, look back, people. Because I promise you, when you look back, you will see how far you've actually come. You'll never know where you are on your journey unless you turn around every so often. Every time you look forward, you're looking at a place you're not at yet. It keeps reminding you how far you've got to go. Right? Mountain climb. Climbing up the mountain, hasn't been able to reach the top. Oh, my gosh, he's exhausted. He stops. He can't climb anymore. He feels like a failure. I set out to reach the top. I didn't reach the top. Disappointed in all the effort. He studied. He worked. He practiced. he, He worked out. For months before this climb, he went climbing in all the local areas in order to get to the top of this mountain. And he can't. He looks forward and he sees he's not there yet. He can't even see the top. And completely disappointed, he never turned around to see that he climbed more than three quarters of the way up that mountain. And so big deal, he missed a quarter of the way to go, but he got three quarters through and never had the chance to enjoy how far he actually got, only because he was so busy looking forward instead of turning around and looking backwards. And we look forward so much all we turn around. Oh, we have sayings for that. Every time I take one step forward, I take two steps back. If that was the case, do you understand that you'd be underground by now? Or you'd be back in your mother's womb if it was done that way? Because if you keep multiplying one step forward, two steps back, that means you're going in reverse twice as much. Well, I cannot believe the time is over. Everybody have a fabulous happy Thanksgiving. Join me next week. We'll be doing more, making more connections. I love you all. Barbara, I'm glad you called. Maria, call back in. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation